Oh, welcome back. Happy hump day, everybody. Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. And welcome back, my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. TJ, I missed you on Monday uh, during the XFL show. Um, so I uh, miss having you as my co-host, man. So it's uh, I'm a little happier in the show, man. Welcome into the show. Uh, welcome into the crossover. On today's episode, uh, we are going to talk about the John Morant situation as he just was given a suspension today. Uh, we are going to talk about the final push and what we think the standings will look like when it's all said and done. And then we're going to get into something, nothing, everything. Uh, happy hump day, TJ. Happy Wednesday. How are you, man? Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yep. Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, Are you in your car? Okay. Uh, there's a bit of a... No, I'm back home. That's just my fan directly oh, okay. on me because my room gets kind of hot. So, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back, man. Yeah, I was just saying I uh, missed you on Monday with, uh, with the XFL show. Yeah, I was. Yeah, it was a long weekend. Just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I trust me. I understand, man. I had a, a pretty long weekend myself as well. So that's why we uh, moved the crossover from Sunday. Uh, that's why we're doing it today. Because yeah, I had a. I felt like death on Sunday when I woke up, man. Let me tell you, <laughs> it, it, it is not fun. Right, let's do old, this. my friend. Let's get into it. Uh, let's talk first. Start with the show. Let's talk about the John Moran situation uh, and the Memphis okay. Grizzlies and the quote unquote John Moran problem. Uh, the timeline, as I've laid it out there on the screen, uh, so March 15th today, uh, he was suspended eight games by the NBA for contact detrimental to the team. Um, March 13th, the Grizzlies announced Moran has entered a counseling program. Um, March 12th, the strip club photos of Moran were released. Uh, March 8th, Colorado police announced no charges against Morant. Morant will be filed uh, on March 4th. John Morant is seen flashing a gun allegedly during an Instagram live post. I only say allegedly just to protect us legally. Uh, March 4th as well, uh, he announces he's stepping away from the team. Uh, they also suspended him. March 1st, uh, the Washington Post reports, reports of two incidents over the summer uh, involving John Morant. And then February 5th, there is a report between about him on a game against January 29th with him and the Indiana Pacers traveling group. Um, what do we make of this John Morant situation, and where do you think it's going to end up going? Um, and and before we really – we just hope that, like, you know, for John Morant's sake, you know, he figures this out, you know, he gets his head on straight because you never want to see somebody go down this particular path that it seems like he's kind of in moving towards a little bit. <coughs> Uh, where do I think this goes? Well, one, it goes to the league offices. It, well, the league, yeah, league you know, already, already ruled eight games. Uh, that happened today, not, like, uh, two hours gonna, ago. Actually. What I mean, what I mean by one that is like, he gonna. What I mean by that is he gonna have to sit in front of Adam Silver. Like he gonna have to go in that room, and yeah, he gonna have to have that face to face conversation with Adam Silver. And to put it like a lot of people think that the league is being harsh on him right now. I'm gonna tell y'all right now, this is them being lenient. This is their nice. Like this, this is them telling him, excuse my language, don't let me see your ass back in here again. 
100%. That's what this is. Like the the eight games. Like so, what this is separate from what the Grizzlies did. Like the Grizzlies. Correct. 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 They suspended him four games uh, for contact detrimental to the team earlier. Right, and they told him to step away and all, and all that good stuff. This is the NBA giving him the eight games. This is them saying, hey, bro, we don't want to see you in here again. Like, if we see you in here again, especially if it's for the same stuff, it's going to be worse. Just a little bit of context, because uh, I don't know if you guys are, uh, how, you know, if you guys remember the Gilbert Arenas, Javar's credit in situation, which yeah. not, is not, not the same, but also not similar. Um, not that much different. Uh, both of those guys ended up getting 50 game suspensions. And usually the rule is if you are caught bringing a firearm onto an NBA facility, it's an automatic 50 games, period. Uh, there's a little bit of gray area about whether or not John Moran actually brought the, the weapon to the facility, um, right. which is probably why they didn't give him the automatic 50. And which is why they charges weren't pressed because they couldn't prove that he brought the gun onto team team property right. and stuff. Right. Also, to all the idiots talking about some, oh, that's that's his constitutional right. You do realize when you represent a corporation, you ain't got no rights. You and, abide and by, when you're in, inside of building. They have all. You can't just bring your gun everywhere you want. You can't. <laughs> uh, that's just, that's like me working. I, I work at a school. That's like if I had a gun, I don't. But that's like me. Bringing my if I had a gun to my job, to a high school like to a school where there's no weapons allowed on the premises, like that's like how how they not understand that is beyond me. When he the minute he got drafted, the minute he got drafted, the minute Adam Silver said with the second pick, and whatever year he got drafted, the Memphis Grizzlies select John Morant. It was it no longer became about him. He, from the minute he put that hat on, represented two things, the Memphis Grizzlies and the National Basketball Association. The minute you do that, you abide by their rules. So all the people that's out there saying, oh, come on, man, it's not that big of a deal. Yes, it is. That is a big deal. I mean, you represent the league, you represent the team, you represent your fan base, and as a – you as a as a professional and as an athlete, you have to represent yourself better than this. Yourself. Like, there, there, are, there are some like, real you got crazy stories about like that Foot Locker story, like where you like, like that. That story is rough. Like, uh, the, like ah, you, it's you know. Then you got this. The, then you got the seventeen year old, like him punching out a seventeen year old kid. This is like, dude, it's 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 a fault. Like they 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 uh they compared it to a faucet, like a drip drip. Like it's drip another hit, drip another hit. Like it's when it rains, it pours. So like, yeah, like like bro, like you cannot be like. There's no the issue is not him being in the strip club, bro. Live your life. You know how many no, he's athletes are probably. He's, he's, he, he, I, it's a little bushly of the strip club to even release that photo. Like that, that you're supposed to keep people's identities kind of safe, confidential. Those kind and of I confidential at those I, kind of establishments. And I understand, like, like for like to for for our like the primes legal, uh, legal safety. You said allegedly, the issue that you have with the, the that is, it's him 
on video like it's it's ig live like there is no alleged about it like there there's no sense like oh that's him like that like that that's photoshop that's a that's a deep fake somebody you know did something and like no that's him that's him and there's no denying it like he can't deny it they yeah that's him what's going on like i i need a couple things to happen like one i think his circle has to get smaller his his circle has to get smaller i'm not finna sit here and tell his father how to be a father especially when i don't have kids but it's looking like you have to be his father instead of his friend because that's the vibe y'all give off all right you give off like that's my boy versus that's my son and i need him to talk to the gilbert arenas the alan irisons the the dudes who've had that kind of trouble with the league and be like like gilbert arenas to tell you right now that gun issue that was the beginning of the year oh for him. sure i mean gilbert yeah i mean his his career basically went into the toilet because of that i mean you got all the guys that were involved in malice in the palace i mean some of those guys their careers recovered and that that, that i guess the malice and palace is sort of a decent example because that season went in the toilet for the Indiana pacers team they had the best record in the nba at the time and Memphis right now is the two seed in the Western Conference, even with all this stuff going on. Do you want to have a season where you go into the toilet because of off the field because stuff? Because of you? Stuff? Yeah, because of really, you. because of John Moran. For us to be 100% serious here. But I'm not like the Dylan Brooks running his mouth. That's a conversation for another day. Desmond Bain running his mouth. That's a conversation Dylan, for Dylan, 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 Dylan Brooks is the dirtiest player in the NBA. <laughs> Like, that's a conversation for another day. Like Dylan Brooks talking out, like he blowing, he blowing kisses to the Mavs fan base. Like, bro, their two best players aren't playing. Like, woo, good for you. You hit a three and you blew a kiss to the Mavs fans. Woo, you really did something. But John Morant, like, yo, the one thing I will give, like, we really shouldn't even give him credit for this because that's just accounting. Like, count goes a long way. And he's like, yeah, I messed up. I need help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Woo, woo good for you but the, at the same time it's this wouldn't be happening if you didn't put yourself in that swing to begin first off you had a strip club why do you need a gun why do you need a gun at well, a strip club i i i, I actually think a, a lot of professional athletes because you remember how um uh what's place to go burris remember how he got injured he was at the club and his gun went off in his pocket i i think they just bring okay it that's security. a but that that's a that, but but that's a that's a nightclub, that's a nightclub. He's at a I strip mean, I mean, club. I, I mean, I, I I'm telling you right now, I work at a television news station. We have shootings outside of our strip clubs all the time. And even we cover we we cover we cover that kind of stuff like once a month, dude. Like every no, month, we like, have no, a strip shooting. Because no, check club. it out. No, check it out. Check it out. He's like outside. I understand. Outside, I understand. Inside, he's inside the club. He's in a controlled setting. You want to know why? It's a VIP room. You can control who comes in and who goes out of this VIP room. From the looks of it, it was just you and a bunch of strippers. You don't need a gun. Yeah, I think, I think that need... goes down to. I, I also think that goes down to maturity. Like he just, like he's still a pretty young guy. I mean, he's got twenty-two years old. 22. I mean, 
I mean, how many and, how many people have, are young guys have this kind of money coming in? They like, happen you know, to, this, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, that, that's how much. But at, I and yeah, he just add his and, name, and especially for especially for a lot of these kids. You know, they come from you know rough backgrounds where you don't have anything. You know, to just start making NBA money. I mean, sometimes it goes to you. And this, the one thing I will say say to that is. Like the like the whole security like the like the safety issue that you brought up, you'll never see a dude like Floyd Mayweather with a gun. Right? You see when you see Floyd Mayweather Floyd Mayweather walking around, how many people do you see around him? A lot. A lot. Yeah. You see a lot of you see a lot of people walking around Floyd Mayweather. Why? Because Floyd, like, I'm not gonna get myself in no issue. Like that's what the like that's what the that's what they're for. So this, if you really that concerned about your safety, now that you got, hell, even even on your rookie there, bro, like it ain't nothing for you to go out hire a private security force, you four to three, four, maybe five dudes, and be like, hey, y'all got one job, one job only. Look out for me and mine. That's it. You would, like, you but, would uh, never, you would never see Floyd Mayweather carry a gun. And I'm not yeah, saying like. Go ahead. I, I just say that we, we we hope here at the prime that you know because John Morant is a fantastic basketball player. Um, you hope that this kind of stuff he can get past it, he um, and he should move on with his career. Uh, because there have been stories of it not going going for sure the other way. So. Yeah, and so uh, this I guess my issue is more so the people that's defending his actions. Like, oh, he should be allowed like. No, you should like you can't bring a gun to your job. Why would why would he be allowed to bring one to his? Yeah. All right, like um, we make will it continue make to follow the, we will continue to follow this John Moran story just for right now. Yeah, he's sure been spent eight by eight games by the NBA. He's in treatment. Um we just hope that you know he ends up getting this correct and you know he ends up finishing the season and Memphis does whatever they're capable of this season. Uh that brings us to the final push question. How will things end? in both conferences um look at the standings on each conference side by side uh, i only listed the teams that i think are relevant um i didn't i didn't mention i didn't put the hornets on here i didn't put you know the pistons i also didn't put the houston rockets and the san antonio spurs um but i think there's an interesting discrepancy here with like how much better how like how much closer tight niche the west is as opposed to the east like the magic and the Bucks are only like a couple games better than the Nuggets. They're 22 games back of Milwaukee. Portland is only 15 of the Nuggets. Yeah, this is. Is but how do you is, how do you, how do you, how do you think these things end? Like, do you think these standings that we're looking at right now will be the way mm-hmm. that this season ends, or will you think there'll be some uh, movement? Real quick, this is giving me. Remember that one stretch, like that that one stretch. Um, it was like a five-year period where, like, the East was super top-heavy, yeah, and the West was like, like five games separated, like one through six in the West and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, like, like you, okay, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that somebody else is, you know, on there because you, know, you got the Bucks. Like, like the Bucks are the new version of the Cavs. You know, like, like those LeBron Cavs, where it's just like. You know, we're going to win 50, 60 games, and then whoever's the two seed is the two seed and so on and so forth. And then the next closest, 
Like, come on, like well, ten I, I games. That's because that's because Boston's been like free falling a little bit, just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, Not, I mean they've really struggled. Like they they're five and five right. in their last ten games, but I mean, no, like, it's just like yeah, but look, there's a lot of people that's like five and five in their last ten, like the Celtics. I mean, you talk about just a in the ton. West, just in the East. You got yeah. Brooklyn, you got Miami, you got the Hawks, you got Toronto, and you got the Bulls just in the East. Five, like five and five over their last ten, but like that is insane. But yeah, I if, think if you want to talk about the West, Denver, the Phoenix Suns, we'll talk about here in something nothing everything here in a minute. Uh, Los Angeles Clippers, yeah. the Timberwolves, all five and five in the last ten games. But to answer uh, the, the back end of that question, do I think some movement happens? Yes. Part of me doesn't want it to. Happen. Part of me doesn't want it to, because I need that four five matchup in the West. I need that. I need that. Like if the playoffs was to start right there, right now we would get Suns, Warriors, in a in a seven game series. I need that. I I need that that Chris Paul, Steph Curry. Going back yeah, I need that. I I need that Kings Grizz uh, uh Kings Clippers. I need that. That would be very entertaining because I'm pretty sure in that situation, hey Kawhi, Paul George, whatever minutes restrictions y'all had, <laughs> goodbye, y'all are ho- like y'all straight hooping. And again, it's not often that I'm wrong on here, but I am man enough to admit that when I'm wrong. Earlier this season, we, me and David had a conversation about who would have a better record between the Kings and the Lakers. And yeah, David picked the Kings, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take the W on that one. <laughs> I don't take that many Ws. Yeah. So I'll take them where I can. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Take that W. Yeah, take that W, please. And I, I will gladly. I'm. I am glad to be wrong on that one. Like, I really am, because it's about damn time, bro. This is a first well, I mean, forty-one I mean, I mean, season. I mean, there, there, there are still like twenty games left in the NBA season. So, I mean, the Kings could. It's fall less than that. Here. It's, it's like it's like thirteen games, left, bro. If they collapse, if they lose 15, like thirteen straight, seven, sixty-nine games. So yeah, there's like, yeah, thirteen games left. The Milwaukee only have thirteen games left in the season. Like, come on, bro. Like. Yeah, yeah. If they fall apart in the last thirteen games, they don't deserve to. Yeah, they don't deserve it. (laughs) Like the Nuggets done lost, the Nuggets done lost four straight. Like, uh, we we were having Boston. They lost three straight at one point. Um, I thought it was actually more than three straight, but it was yeah, it was only three. uh, Um, The the Hawks have been kind of super mediocre ever since they changed head coaches. Like you thought, Mm -hmm. you know, Quinn Snyder was going to come in and make a drastic difference. They've kind of been the same team they were with David Miller. And I, I guess he kind of gets a pass because it's like, how often do you see mid-season never, higher? Never, never, never. We talked, about this, we talked about this in the last show. Never. We never, never. see stuff like this. You, like, you ride, you ride with the interim till yeah. the season's over, and then you make your hire. Like, no, they, they just went out and said, hey, Nate, you're out. Quinn, you're in, and we'll go from there. Uh, that 4-5 matchup in the East between the Cavs and the Knicks, that would be entertaining. Especially since you know the Knicks kind of fumbled the bag when it comes to trading for Donovan Mitchell. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but the way they're playing right now, bro. Yeah. Would I be Would I be surprised if they was to beat Cleveland in the seven game series and move on to the second round? Absolutely not. 
I, I think the Cleveland Cavaliers' lack of lack of a move at the trade deadline is is really going to bite them. Like the fact that they didn't bring anybody in the buyout market either. Like I have a coworker who's a big Cleveland Cavaliers fan. I was talking to him a couple days ago actually. I'm like, <laughs> we talked about we talked about this uh, even during the NBA trade deadline. Like they should have gotten somebody like a Gordon Hayward, or they should have been in the market for a Terrence Ross when he hit you know buyout market. Yeah. Um, they needed somebody who could really fill up the stat sheet because they have, you know, they have, you know, Sadby Osman, who's a decent basketball player, but he's wildly inconsistent on offense. Isaac Okoro mm-hmm. is broken. His jump shot is broken. Let's just be, I mean, call it what it is. It's broken. And then, you know, they have um, uh, Karis LeVert, who is probably the most inconsistent player in the NBA. He can go for 41 night, and then he has a games upon <laughs> games where he scores under single digits. Yeah, and I remember when they first made that move to get him, I was like, oh, it's on. Yeah, I was super excited about it's that move, too. It's on. And, I, and, I, I, and I, I don't really know what like how much that cancer diagnosis took from his game or, like, you know, what happened. What yeah, happened. that was rough. Yeah, that so, was rough. That was I rough. I mean, that could, that could be a contributing factor of why his game, game is so inconsistent now. Um, I also didn't expect Brooklyn to be still holding on to this playoff spot, this number six seed. Um, they just been – I guess they're. I don't know how they're still in. Like, well, it's, kudos it's, to it's, kudos to Jock Bond for real. Kudos, kudos to Jock Bond. It was like you said, like Mikael Bridges. Just he, he, he ain't what you call. It. He can literally score now. Like when he was in Phoenix, it was all right. You can score, but you're mainly gonna be used for defensive purposes. Like I want you guarding the opposing team's best player or best first option, however you want to describe that. Now with in Brooklyn, it's them taking the reins off of him and being like, "Go play, be free," that kind of he's thing. But he's, he's got that house money mentality right now because you know he was like, "Hey, if you're Michael Bridges, I mean, I'm just gonna shoot, and we don't really care what happens right now." Um, since he's joined the Brooklyn Nets, his scoring is up nine points a game, and. I know everybody's waiting on. He's shooting it at 46 percent from the three point line. He's shooting it better at field goal percentage too, like up by four points. Yeah. Like he's his numbers are across the board outside of free throw percentage are up, but he's shooting more free throws. So that that's just kind of the way percentages work. And twenty six points per game since he joined Brooklyn. And when you look at the top two teams, I think like we we can all agree the conversation starts and ends with Buck Celtics. That's who a lot of people are predicting it to come down to anyway in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're thinking it's going to be Milwaukee-Boston again. And they, they say whoever has home court is going to win that one. And if you're Philly, you should – you really shouldn't feel slighted by that because your history doesn't go in your favor. Yeah. I mean, it's a team that hasn't made it to the Eastern Conference Finals as they've been currently assembled. And you have, and you James, have- Harden, James Harden who does disappearing acts in the playoffs, and you have Tobias Harris who is wildly overpaid. Let's just call it what it is. And, uh, and disappears in the playoffs, and you have a Joel Embiid who has who disappeared gets, in the playoffs. And you have also a- get, he also gets has a history of injuries. And you have a Doc Rivers whose situational basketball in playoff moments – hasn't been the best for a guy that's going to be a Hall of Fame coach and has won a championship. Um, so yeah, that, that's why Philly isn't. That's why Philly's being glossed over like that. 
100%. They don't have it, – it, it's, like, it's their history. I mean, the other two teams, history. the Bucks and the Celtics, have been there, done that. They both have – the Bucks have won a championship. The Celtics went to a title. Um, the Cavaliers are also a team that has, you know, had some question marks with some of their younger guys. And not to mention, you know, Jared Allen is hurt now. Um, All right. not really and, sure when he's going to return. And Donovan Mitchell – I'm not saying Donovan Mitchell has come up short, but – Hey, like his playoff history ain't the best either. Yeah, but he's put up big numbers in those playoff series that they've lost. But he has had put up pretty solid numbers during those series. Um, yeah, but you know we'll see what happens with the play in. Uh, I think, I think the I, I think the top eight play teams. <laughs> actually, I think I actually think the Raptors will end up getting the eight seed uh, when it's all said and done. I think they'll win the play in tournament. They'll end up being the eight seed. The Heat will be seven. I don't expect the Bulls, Pacers, or Magic to creep into the play in. I just don't. I don't either. Um, I that's just that's just being real. That that's that's just that's just what it is. Um, I mean, the Pacers are dealing with injuries now, and I think if I was them, I would shut down a bunch of their guys like Tyrese Halliburton and Miles Turner. I think you play for next season. You've had a good season. You've seen what Matherin's hurt now. I would shut him down probably too. Um, right. So. It's now it's it's clear that Miles Turner is not going anywhere. Nope. He's just signed a contract extension. I As of even eligible. He's not even able to trade it until. As as of right now, because we've seen crazier things happen. Uh, And on the West, the Lakers, they got an easy stretch coming up. They've crept back in this thing. I don't know how they're going to handle AD not playing back-to-backs because they have a game tonight, and he's not playing. Yeah, yeah, they have a game. But, uh, uh, so their next couple of games, so they play the Houston Rockets tonight. I think they can beat the Rockets without Anthony Davis. Uh, Dallas, Orlando, Phoenix, probably without Kevin Durant. Um, I'm not – I have no idea when LeBron is supposed to come back. I, I imagine it will be at some point. But, I mean, they're playing Chicago. This is actually a fairly favorable – Yeah, that's what – so, like, like – So he's out of the like, – uh, the other night when they played New Orleans, he was – He's out of the walking boot, so I guess that's a good sign. Yeah. And, as, but, that's just usually when someone's not in a walking boot anymore, you're pretty, usually pretty happy about that. <laughs> well, it could, well, it, it, it could just be a situation where it's like we, we don't see it. Like maybe he's, maybe he's out of the boot, but he has like a, a soft cast or a brace on and, you know, something like that. I, mean, he, I would hope it's if he if he's if he's down to the point where he's just bracing it or wrapping it. I, I would hope he'd give it a go. That would that would make sense, right? Like that's. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't think you can. I don't think you can wait until the playoffs to return. I think you got to eventually get back on the floor before the playoffs. Um, and I, you know, who goes with the, the New Orleans? Another team. I mean, I, I don't. I don't expect Zion to play again this season. And their their nope. season has kind of completely fallen apart. Um, Bro. Like they, they, they were, we're, we're a month, two months, three months ago, maybe we're talking about three months ago out now. They were the number one seed in the Western Conference, and they're not going to make the playoffs. Like I, I don't remember a time where a team was the one seed in the playoffs at one, at any point during a season. Like they were the one seed. Like you know, already not obviously not at the very very beginning, but the season was already established. You're playing games like this is like twenty games deep. You're the one seed in a conference, and for you to miss the playoffs entirely, I do not remember a time when that's happened. <laughs> So check this out. Uh, they did something with Zion, right? So they like Zion averages like twenty eight points a game, right? 
You know how many games a season Zion averages? Games? Yeah, games. Games played. Uh, you know how many I'm, games I'm a, he's uh, It's probably 28. It's 29. <laughs> so he averages a point a game. I mean, that's that's consistency <laughs> right there. So it's like <laughs> it's it's like Zion averages 28 points a game. Great. Zion averages 29 games played a season. Not great. And the guy's getting paid you, $35 you, million, dollars, something like that. And you maxed him out. And David, once upon a time, says Zach Levine would be the worst contract in the NBA. It doesn't look it doesn't look great right now. So Zion, <laughs> Zion can't even get on the court. <laughs> I, 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 I will admit I'm wrong. I think this, yeah, the Zion Williamson contract looks real bad right now. Um, I actually think the, the most of the Western Conference is going to shake out the way I think it's going to shake out. Um, I actually don't. I'm not actually sure if the Oklahoma City Thunder are going to make the playoffs, but they've been playing extremely well. Uh, Josh Giddey so has was, two triple doubles in the last week. I was looking. At man, that, I love so Josh Giddey's. I love Josh Giddey's game, man. So the play, the play in is seven, eight, nine, ten, right? Yeah. So set what is it is it seven plays ten? No, so seven so, so seven plays eight. Who winner of that seven game is this, the winner of that game is the seventh seed. And then nine and ten play each other, and the winner of that matchup plays the loser of seven eight. And then whoever wins that gets the eight seed. And Correct. your reward and your reward for winning that game is the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> or, 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 or or Milwaukee. You get Giannis. <laughs> Or Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, so okay, so we we kind of touched on the Eastern Conference play-in. So let's just say in the West, it is Minnesota, OKC, Dallas, LA. Who wins? Who gets what? Who, who you do know, you think? You know gets what's crazy what? about that? You know what? That's crazy about that scenario. Like if, like let's say the Thunder wins, they beat Minnesota. Let's say things shake out exactly the way they're shaking out right now. Let's say okay. the Thunder win, win the Thunder win that game. That means one of only one of these three teams are making the playoffs: the Timberwolves, the Dallas Mavericks, and the Lakers. Two of those teams are going to be watching the playoffs from home. You think at the start of the season, the Timberwolves, the Mavericks, and the Lakers were going to be in a scenario where they were going to be potentially watching the playoffs from home? Maybe the Lakers, if depending on what you think. I, I wasn't Ma- on yeah, the Lakers, but. Maybe the Lakers. But Mavericks and Timberwolves? You, th- you think they thought there would be like, oh, there's this area where we're watching the playoffs from home? No, well, probably not. Especially with a with a Mavs team that went to the Western Conference Finals and then the Timberwolves with the moves that they made. You asked, you asked me at the start when they when that trade went down to go bear trade. You asked me what you asked me, will it work? What was my answer? It better work. Well, I mean, in, in there, in the Timberwolves' defense, Carl Anthony Towns hasn't played. Carl Anthony Towns hasn't, hasn't played. I I understand he that. And November. November, like it's March. He hasn't played since November. And, and we're, 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 like, we're, 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 gonna, we're yeah, late November. He hasn't played since late November. Uh, we're gonna talk about Carl Anthony Towns here in a minute, anyways. Um, but yeah, I, I think the play in is interesting. Like I think it, the Western Conference is a very interesting top heavy. Like the, like ten through ten through fifteen are only separated by five games. So you know, Warriors if they continue to struggle at home or on the road, which they have really struggled on the road, um, they could. I, I, I'm not sure how this is gonna shake out in the Western Conference. I, I think the Warriors, the Clippers, the Suns, Kings, Grizzlies, Nuggets are the six best teams Bro, in this when, conference. When when you talk about 
when you talk about confusing, like the Bulls confuse me. The Bulls confuse most of their fans. Can you imagine being a Warriors fan, being like, yeah, how seven and, the hell are we 20, so great? They're seven and twenty-six on the road. They're and how the hell are we so at great home. at home? It's, it's like one of the what? Worst splits in the history <laughs> league. Like it, it really is terrible. Like the fact, like they have this. They only have one more road win than the Spurs and the Rockets, and they have the exact same, or basically the same exact road record as Detroit. At seven and twenty-seven, right, they're bro. seven and twenty-six. Detroit. Detroit has sixteen wins in right. the season. Like, bro, defensively, at home, they're one of the best teams in the league. They're, like, top five. Defensively on the road, they're bottom five. But I also think it's, the way this stuff Curry plays, he kind of feeds off that home crowd. Like, he gets, like, once he gets, like, that. if you watch that game on Saturday where he basically took over that game against Milwaukee um, in, the, in yeah. the final final stages of the fourth quarter and then for sure in overtime – like he was just living off that crowd. He was just feeding off of it, and just that's that's how they won the game. And I, they but don't have should... that same dynamic when they're on the road. Like Steph Curry is okay. good well, because I his understand. crowd, like his crowd, the crowd carries the Warriors through a lot of their victories. Like they just do. I under I understand that, but shouldn't you get just as much of? Shouldn't you feed off shutting the crowd down just as I, much I as like hyping you I, up? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I've never been in that scenario. But if I was a if I was to take a shot at why I think that there's a shot there, the difference, I think that's gotta be it. Like can you uh, imagine but, like how many like when they were dominant, when they were running teams off the court, do you know how many like how they th- how much they thrive off of yeah. like seeing the well, crowd I, go? But, but, I, but I almost I almost feel like they've become like so they they've 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 shifted. Like at that point, they were the villains of the league. Like when they brought Kevin Durant in, they kind of became the villains of the NBA. But now I feel like they've like there's been like a 180 turn. Like they've become like the faces of the NBA. Like it was before <laughs> they were for sure like in wrestling talk. You know they were a heel before. Like they were like they were like you know head of the table Roman Reigns. And now they're like. Well, I, I think know. the heel. I think the heel thing started before KD got there. Like I think it started the season before that. Like when they, yeah, when I mean, go, all the comparisons to the Bulls and like you go 60, 71 and 72 and whatever, 70, nine or 73 and nine, and, nine and, and then you don't win the ship, and then you bring in Kevin Durant. They became like Darth Vader <laughs> to Anakin Skywalker. They just did. <laughs> but we'll continue to follow this as the season starts to wind down. Uh, let's talk about something, nothing, everything. I only got a couple things for you here today. Um, let's talk first about uh, Kevin Durant. Um, he was supposed to make his, you know, um, Supposed to make his home debut uh, almost exactly a week ago, I think, uh, and he gets injured during the warm-ups and does not play in the game. Something, nothing, everything. Uh, it's something. I mean, like it's something for this season because you you're running the risk of not having Kevin Durant for the playoffs, at least for the first round, depending on depending on how things go and. That for again that four five matchup, you're saving. Wait, you're would they be the four seed? They're the four seed. Like you're saving grace with you're saving grace is you would have home court because we just talked about the 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 Warriors on the road. They're terrible. So if you get Golden State in a seventh game at home, you should like you should probably win that. If Kevin Durant's even if Kevin Durant's not there. 
when you get to that second round, that's when it starts to be concerning. I mean, this because you don't have him and, and Devin Booker. Hey, you. I mean, this is kind of the risk you ran, like when you. Yeah, you like I understand, like you injured, a bad boy and all, who, but who, who was injured when you traded for him, and then he for him to get immediately injured? It's just got a sting. Like it's got a like it's it, this is something for me too. <laughs> yeah, that hurts. And and Devin Booker, you a bad boy, but you you kind of talking a little bit bolder and louder because you know for a fact that when you look back, that that nuclear weapon that. That is Kevin Durant can come to rescue. Okay, before uh, KD got there, like maybe you would, like maybe you was, like maybe you were, but come on, but like you only doing that because KD there. Uh, so Luka Doncic's MRI came clean on that thigh in, on that thigh injury. Um, what we think about that MRI clean Ooh. for Luka Doncic's on the thigh injury? Everything, Something, nothing, everything, everything, everything. Yeah, no argument. Uh, I watched sure that everything. game against the Pelicans. I watched that game against the Pelicans, and you could tell, like it was he was not a hundred percent. And yeah, it's everything. Like, um, the, no, short no argument the point, there. It's everything. For sure, everything as well. Uh, and then to another injury front, Carlton Towns return expected this week or next week. Something, nothing, everything. Depending on who you ask, is everything. Me personally. You already know the direction I want. I would go if I was Minnesota. I'm devoting all my time and my energy towards Anthony Edwards. I think Anthony Edwards is better than Carl Anthony Towns. I think Anthony Edwards is that team's best player. So it's everything uh, depending on who you. It's everything depending on who you talk to. I understand. I, I, like, I, I think it's. I, I think it's. I think it's something. But everything. I'm not so sure about that because. This, no, it's that, everything that, because that, like that dynamic that like their dynamic like that one two punch between him and Edwards. That's that's crucial. You're not asking Rudy Gobert to to be a hey, bro. I need twenty. I need twenty and ten out you. That dude. But I think the thing is, like, Minnesota's a fringe playoff team right now, but when, when they had those two guys <coughs> on the floor together, they weren't remotely – they weren't, like, good, like, on, on the floor together. Like, that was not a system that worked. And they're going to try to integrate those two guys together with, like, 10 games left in the season. I, I, I think it might even be a mistake to bring our Harley Towns. If, I, if, I, if I'm Minnesota, I, I don't think we're going to compete this season. I might shut them down. I don't. I, don't I, would, shut, I would shut them down. I would 100% shut I would – I would stand packed with what with what I got right now. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would shut cat that. Hey, because I, I want you one hundred percent healthy. And yeah, I would rather do that next year than. I'm hundred percent agreeing with you on that. Forcing, um, yeah, force, forcing the issue with ten games up. Yeah, no. Go yeah, ahead. Two more. Uh, last week, all women call a basketball game for the NBA. Um, Dorisburg was on the call. All women broadcast. Uh, that includes everyone involved, like the producer, director, uh, mm -hmm. tech operation, all of the spots. Uh, and when it comes to production, all women uh, for International Women's Month. Uh, shout out to all the women that watch. Shout out to all the women, including my mother and my including. sister and my aunt Judy, who always watches every show and gives every show a like. And we appreciate that from my aunt Judy. Thanks, Aunt Judy. Yeah, it's everything. <laughs> it's it's every, like we're still we're still breaking down barriers for women in sports. Uh, of course, you still got the trolls out there. The 
the idiots. That, uh, that's the nice word I'll call them, the idiots. Uh, this it's it's everything because you the men out there that have daughters, you want your daughter to think that yo you can do anything. And my, me personally, I think ESPN should do that stuff more often. Like when you, I I, I agree. I, I mean, if you're if you're, you're going to do it uh, like internet, like do it every day do for it. every day of March, do the whole month, or just like even when it's not you know International Women's Month, like have them call a playoff game, have them call an opening well, night. Uh, like Dor- Doris Dorisburg does. Call some playoff games. So and, and I, I I'm I'm not talking like obviously yeah doors like she the goat outside the doors but but I'm talking like I'm talking like the whole you the whole you did like women like the whole team is women like we yeah. see we see Doris Burke but she's all she's most of the time paired with Orion Ruko or whoever is her um her I running mate who, hold, hold on. I can't remember who it is is it Ryan Ruko I think it is Ryan Ruko. But yeah, like that should do. That should happen more often, because it's it sends a message. Like, hey, you can do this. Yep. I, I want you to do this. Uh, so Beth Moens was called the game with Doris Burke. Uh, more than seventy women took part in making the game possible on Wednesday. So yeah, exactly. We go actually uh, seventy women. So they filled the roles of analysts, commentators, producers, directors, graphic designers, statistician, and social media operators. And they did so, the. And- and they did the and it, and it was a, a panel of women that did the pregame show, in um for a countdown. Yep. Like so, yeah. Like you can, yeah. Shout out to them. Like you can do this. Love, love it, love it. Um, final one, final one, TJ. Um, there are six. So you know, obviously, we're coming up to na- National College Basketball March Madness, right? Um, mm-hmm. that starts tomorrow, and uh, the NBA wanted to. The NBA has a lot of players that played in college, right? They, but most of them played in someone in college. Mm-hmm. Can you name so six schools feature at least ten current NBA players? Can you name all six? One more six. Wait, six so schools. There are have six. There, there are six colleges that have at least ten current NBA players. Can you name right. those six schools? Duke. Okay, that's one. Kansas. No, yes, Kansas is one. All right, so we got two. Kentucky. Three. Trying to think, trying to think. No, it's not Arizona. I know they're not on there. Are you sure? Is Arizona on there? Arizona is number four. Damn. Texas? No. Oh, okay. You should Texas not only? That's crazy. hundred percent. I, I got the numbers right here, man. <laughs> That's crazy. That's surprising. I mean, I, I can't even I can't I can't even think of any players actually how many Texas players are there in the NBA? I mean, outside of Ty Jones, who plays for the Hornets, I think. Um Kevin Durant. All right, there's two. I'm pretty sure there's more, but that's just that's 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 the only two I can think of. So I'm at Duke, North Carolina, uh, Duke, Kentucky, Kansas, Arizona. These other two are tough. I I, I don't know if you're gonna get them. Like they're pretty tough. Virginia? No. 
Mm. So, uh, well, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. Um, the two bowls go to both of these, both of these schools. Two bowls go to both of USC. That's one. Oh, you say uh, UCLA? UCLA is the other. No, that's twelve. So, so I'm running out the numbers. So Kentucky has twenty six guys in the NBA. Duke has twenty three. UCLA has twelve. USC has eleven. Arizona's got ten, and Kansas has ten. So, so yeah, that's uh, as we get into March Madness. Uh, shout out to all of them. Uh, TJ, are you doing a bracket this year? I do about four brackets every year. I do the turn. I do the ESPN. I just do like the ESPN tournament challenge. I do three. I usually do it where like three I pick myself, and then I just have one BS one where it's just I, like it's just completely randomized. And in that one, like the random one, Illinois plays Vermont in the national championship. And it's just it's not gonna happen. It's so, like yeah, it's like a 15 seed going all the way to the big dance. I didn't even like. Uh, so I, the reason I wanted to do this show kind of early, first of all, I really want to try those new Buffalo Wild Wings flavors, those that Buffalo Ranch flavor and that uh, honey garlic. Man, I just tell you, that sounds fire. And then when I get home from eating, from getting my wings, I'm going to set up plates on the floor in my apartment. I'm going to put, I'm going to have one represent the higher seed and one represent the lower seed. I want to put treats for my cat on one pl- on each plate, and I'm going to let her pick who is going to win each game. And then I'm going to fill she, out a bracket. What if she picks all lower seeds? Yeah, then now that's how I'll roll with it. That'll be Pace's bracket. And uh, <laughs> she'll, she will have her own bracket, and it'll be fun. And so, yeah, I got, I, got a, I, got a, I got a long night of just doing that to do. <laughs> yeah, get started. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, tomorrow uh, we are coming back here to cover some NFL stuff um, because the NFL life has been wild over the last week or so. Um, we're going to be talking about the NFL draft. Uh, we're going to talk about that Chicago Bears trade uh, because I've been dying to talk about it here on the crossover uh, here at Prime Sports World. Uh, we're also going to do our first mock, uh, first full mock draft as we now have some clarity about how things have shaken out in free agency. And then next week we'll do a whole free agency show, uh, winners and losers. Uh, there are some sure, for sure notable winners, including the Chicago Bears, even though I don't not crazy about losing David Montgomery. Um, but we'll see how things shake out. Um, Jamal Williams just signed with the Saints. That happened while we were doing this. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, I, I'm interested to see how much money he signed for. Uh, but yeah, I've been David Huffman. Go ahead. What is it? It's a three-year deal, but I don't, I don't see any money as to okay. how much. We'll find out. Uh, I've been David Huffman right there. Is my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. And TJ, what do we do here at the Prime, my friend? We bring the heat. Yes, sir. And uh, it is nice out here in Fort Wayne, even though it's supposed to get cold by Friday. Uh, but we'll take it. We'll take it what we can get for right now, man. Uh, you have a good night, man. Uh, I will talk to you tomorrow, buddy. Hi, right, bro. I hit you up. Peace, brother.